0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show Podcast. If you're joining us on iTunes, thanks for subscribing. If you're not on iTunes and you're just finding this somewhere else, go to iTunes and subscribe. It's not hard. Please do it. Please? Please? Anyway, what do we got on today's show? Well, we're going to talk to a 17-year-old weightlifter from Melita, Manitoba, who's about to go to the World Junior Championships in Fiji, of all places. Great interview. Also, the Winnipeg Ice, they're looking for billet families. Jake Heisinger explained what you need to do if you want to apply. And Bob Irving from Rookie Camp for the Bombers talks to German linebacker Teadric Hansen how he feels after two days of Rookie Camp. That's on the podcast. We head to Melinda now to talk to a teen who can probably lift more than you. Rihanna Skelton is a seventeen year old who is heading to the World Junior Weightlifting Championship in Fiji next month. And Rihanna joins us now on the CGOB Sports Show appropriately from the gym she trains in. I'm curious, Rihanna, when did you get into weightlifting?
1: Um so I started um working out when I was just turned thirteen. So that was five years ago. Um and that was at the school gym in Miletta. My gym teacher put on like a workout program in the summer. Um and then he ended up working or creating his own gym and we just kind of followed him there. And so, yeah, he's been the one who's been training me ever since five years ago.
0: What was it about the process, I guess, that you enjoyed?
1: I really enjoyed the environment at the gym. Um, it was just very fun to be around and just seeing what my body can do and what it's capable of.
0: And when did you start focusing on the specific like Olympic lifting techniques?
1: Um, So I started on that about three years ago after we did a fun weightlifting competition in Winnipeg. Um, After that, I really took a liking to it, so we just started training strictly weightlifting.
0: Okay. So take me through a typical day of training for you.
1: Um, So I usually get to the gym. Uh, Most of the time it's at about 4 p.m. Then I warm up, which usually takes about 15-ish minutes. And then um, my training varies every day. Um, But usually it's some sort of cleans and then jerks and snatches and then lots of accessory stuff as well. So like core and different like arm movements and things like that. Um, Usually my workouts take two hours-ish just because I like to chat with everybody at the gym. Um, Yeah.
0: And how important is nutrition in your training?
1: Um, For me, nutrition – Um, I don't necessarily focus on that as much as I probably should. Um, I'm kind of known for just being fueled by Rice Krispies and (laughs) Goldfish. Um, Not so much anymore. I try not to be like that. But, um, yeah, it's definitely something that I need to improve on. I do try and eat as much protein as possible in the day, though. Um, Usually I eat about 130 grams. Um, But, yeah.
0: I guess when you're a teenager, there is the idea that you can kind of get away with whatever you eat, right?
1: Yeah, eventually that'll have to come to an end, but...
0: (laughs) When was your first real competition?
1: Um, That was in 2016.
0: Okay. Were you nervous for the first competition? And since then and subsequent competitions, do you get nervous before you lift?
1: Um, So for that competition, I was nervous just because we didn't really know what was going on. We had been to that fun weightlifting meet beforehand, um, but a sanctioned one is just a little bit... Different, a little more serious, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it turned out really well. I am actually won first at that competition. Um, and then in competitions now, I do get nervous, but not too bad. Um, I usually know, like, what I'm capable of, and if that happens, then, well, that's great, and if it doesn't, well, that's okay too. Um, I've kind of learned to not get so mad. I used to get pretty worked up if I didn't. Achieve like what I thought I should, Um, but now I've definitely tried to grow from that and get a little less anxious.
0: So, you got a silver medal at the Canadian Junior Championships, you're going to the International Weightlifting Federation's Junior World Champions. I guess 2019 has been a a whirlwind of a year for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I've been definitely busy. I'm also in grade 12, so I'm working on. I'll be graduating in June, so that's another big thing. Um, plus, I like to figure skate and coach figure skating in the fall. So, yeah, it's, I like being busy, and there's lots of stuff going on, but it's super fun, and I really enjoy it.
0: I'll ask you about the worlds in just a second. How does weightlifting affect your figure skating?
1: Um, it definitely makes me stronger um, at that sort of thing. Um, I don't compete in figure skating anymore. I mostly just coach this past winter. But lots of people do come up and comment to me like, wow, you just look so Powerful while you're skating out there, which definitely definitely has made a huge difference for sure.
0: So you'll be in Fiji in a a few weeks for the Junior Worlds. How excited are you for that?
1: I'm super excited. Um, Things have been super busy around here lately, so I haven't had a ton of time to think about it, which is probably a good thing. And I don't usually like to get too worked up for things like that. I usually try and stay pretty mellow um but yeah i'm excited it'll be a very different experience but it should be super fun
0: it's also very far where's the farthest you've traveled in your life so far
1: um probably florida i guess so this is quite (laughs) a big difference from that yes
0: how do you know how long the plane ride is
1: um, so in total, we travel for 17 hours, I believe, but we fly to LA and then from LA to Fiji, it's 11 hours.
0: It's going to be a long day.
1: Yes, <laughs> definitely.
0: So what are the specific movements that you'll be doing at the juniors?
1: Um, so it's just the snatch and the clean and jerk. So the snatch come first and you get three attempts at that. And then, um, if you make at least one of them, then you get to move on to the clean and jerk. And then you get three attempts at the clean and jerk as well.
0: So they're connected.
1: Um, not really like the snatch and the clean and jerk are independent of each other, but if you don't make any snatches, then you technically can't get a total. Mm. So at a uh, bigger competition like that, they don't usually let you continue on to the clean and jerk just because it's kind of a waste of everyone's time.
0: Okay. How do you feel about your chances?
1: Um, I'm just going there to have fun. Um, I'm definitely going to try my best and see what I can do, but, um, there's a lot of, I had a coach from Winnipeg tell me, you just got to be okay with people snatching your clean and jerk because someday you're going to be snatching other people's clean and jerks. You just got to wait for that day. Um, so yeah, and the snatch is usually, um, quite a bit lower than the clean and jerk, but yeah. So anyways, that was just kind of something that we joke about because that'll happen while I'm there, but someday.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me. Best of luck, have fun, and uh, I guess this will kind of take your mind off uh, your preparations for the end of high school. It's kind of an interesting time to do this trip.
1: Yeah, it's right before exams, so that'll be interesting. When I get back, I have to write three exams, but that's okay.
0: we have to study on the trip?
1: Um, Probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess that'll help pass the time on the plane.
1: I guess so, yeah. I'll have lots to do.
0: Okay. Well, thanks again for talking to me, and best of luck at the Worlds.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Now, there's a lot we don't know about some of these CFL prospects. Many of them, yes, they're the you know first-round picks. They come with a lot of descriptions, with a lot of scouting. But what about these Europeans and Mexicans that are coming in as part of the CFL's 2.0 initiative? We don't know a lot about them. Maybe the 26-year-old German linebacker, Tiadric Hansen, we can learn about him right now as Bob Irving spoke with the German after day two of rookie camp today.
2: Well, this is your first exposure to Canadian football. How has it been so far? It's been great. Like, they they welcomed me here with open arms. All the players that I met so far, they helped me out with everything, adapted to speed. Yesterday was like a wake-up call, seeing how fast these guys, that's that's, um, way different than, than in Germany. Pace. Is that the biggest difference? Yeah like the, that's that's the thing and also like everything like, it's a speed like everything goes quick even even the the practice how how you train you go from one period to the other like quick 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 and it's so much technique here that you need to be aware of in Germany it's more like you can, can go being just a good athlete and here it's just like all oh, you need to be a good athlete and need to be sound in your technique too. Do you feel like you're picking it up and catching on? Yeah, yesterday I had a hard, hard day because it was like a wake-up call. But like today, I was, today feels way better. Like I adapt to the speed, and I'll, I'll be coming here a little bit. Yep. Are you excited about this adventure? <laughs> what a question! Of course, I'm excited. That's like once-in-a-lifetime chance, a dream come true. If I make it. Tell us about football in Germany. Are there a lot of teams and a lot of players? Um, yeah, we got, um, it's club over there. The, also, like, the younger players are all club so no university. It's, like, in the GFL, it's separated in two in the north and the south. And the north team got eight teams and the south team's got eight teams. So you got 14 games during the season, plus two playoff games and the, and the German Bowl.
0: And that's professional football,
2: that's, right? That's professional football. Like the same with professional. You, we, you got some players that get paid, like imports from the states. But you got also always you need guys um, on on your roster that that don't get paid, like because you can't afford like to pay everybody. So there are guys working. That's why you have one um, practice just once a day. You don't have that much meetings because like guys got a job to do and it's always late and is the sport growing are there more young people playing football do you think in germany yeah it's like over the years it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger right um to normal games there are like up to like three to five thousand fans so and all of now with the internet with the tv like nfl gets li- got live t- uh, it's live on tv now CFL gets more popular so it goes on media and more and more people like um, getting interest for, for football um, so so it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger Have you heard that every team in the CFL is going to have one global player on their roster this year so there's one spot here for a global player maybe you do you know that? No I didn't know that like um, I just compete for me, I just compete with everybody, like the main goal, of course, is to make the team what you have other goals, like being a star dance. Yeah. but um yeah, I just try to to compete with everybody I didn't focus on being just competing with the goal players i just I just compete right now at my spot with all the linebackers mm-hmm. to to be the best player I can be right now. Are you having fun? yeah yesterday it was hard of course um, because it's so different but today when when it, it, it clicks and, and you get like you know the playbook you know the place and then then it, it starts getting fun and it's colder right now than it is normally here at this time of year how are, how are you dealing with the weather uh, it's pretty similar to Germany um, it's, it was a little bit war- warmer in Germany when when I left so but it's not that bad like I'm used to this especially um, not, not the winter time I heard in the winter, is getting way, way colder than in Germany here. But uh, right now, it's I'm, I'm being good, doing good here.
0: Now, with the Winnipeg Ice making their debut this fall, that means the team needs billet families to put up its players. So joining me now is Ice Assistant GM Jake Heisinger, who is also the Director of Scouting, scouting and Hockey Operations. Uh, Jake, let's start with this. How important is billeting in junior hockey?
3: Well, it's extremely important. I mean it's the uh it's it's the uh, you know, it's the uh, what the kids go home to every night. Um, you know, a lot of these guys have such good relationships with their billets and um even when they leave, you know, whether they they move on um after they're done playing junior hockey, it's such an important part, um, you know, continuing that relationship and um I know our guys really enjoy their time with their billet families. And it's, um, it's a critical, uh, role, um, in the, in the lives of these, uh, you know, our guys and, and any junior hockey player.
0: So for the upcoming season, now that you have moved to Winnipeg, you're going to need some billet families, right?
3: Yeah. So we've, uh, we've begun the process here. Um, you know, it, um, we've had some interest and, and people have been reaching out. So, you know, really appreciative, you know, for that, um, So I guess next steps will be um, there's some processes that will have to take place, um, you know, moving forward. So we've um, we kind of put put out yesterday on our website and social channels um, how to become a billet. And basically, um, if you go to our website, uh, winnipegice.ca, you can uh, you can click the team tab and then uh, click become a billet. And right there you can apply. Um, and um, you know our, your information will will come to us and then we'll be able to contact you from there.
0: So how many families do you need in total?
3: Well, we're not setting a number you know at, at this point um, but I mean we'll uh, you know we'll, we'll need quite a few um, you know some some guys like living by themselves, some guys like living with teammates. so um, you know a bit of a bit of a mix but um, you know definitely need you know need a fair number because um obviously you know with with the team moving there's um you, you know we don't have any right now so um you know looking forward to the process here and and um you know I think um with the interest that's been you know generated here hopefully um you know get get some more applicants and and like I said you know this is uh this is extremely important for for our team and and um you know we uh we do our best um, after talking with the families and obviously you know we know our our players to uh, to find a match that we think um, you know makes the most sense
0: does it matter what part of the city people live in
3: uh we'd like to keep them in the south end um so if you if you go on our our website or our social channels we've uh we've been tweeting out a little bit a uh, little bit of information and there's an article like I said on our website and it kind of lists the communities that um you know, that we'd like to have them in, um, that's more so for just distance from our practice facility, um, kind of keep them, keep them all in the same area. So all those, um, all those areas of town are, are on the website and, and, um, you know, if somebody has interest and would like to, um, uh, be a billet family, they should, uh, they should definitely, um, you
0: know, apply and, and at least, um, you know, see what it's all about. Are there some specific things that the team is looking for in a billet family?
3: Uh, well the most i mean the most important part uh, of, of being a billet is is just you know having a good relationship with the player um it's essentially you know the, the player's family uh, while they're away from home for the winter playing you know playing for the ice um, you know it's extremely important to, to them to have a have a good billet family I know um you know our, our guys in the past uh, you know they they really enjoyed you know their billet family they you know they still keep in touch with them um, even throughout throughout the summer and and I know um from talking with our guys the um uh, the most you know the most important thing to them is just having a good relationship with them they uh, you know they treat treat their billet family like like their own family and and um you know we we hope that uh the billet family um treats the player um like like their own family
0: as well are you able to say what kind of uh, what the billet family gets out of the relationship? Is there any kind of stipend or tickets that are given to the billet families?
3: There's certainly um, there's certainly some some perks that come with becoming a billet. Um, when when people apply and and they um, go through the process, that's when that information will be um, available to them. But. Um, you know, that's, there's certainly um, you know something there for them, and, and you know, hopefully, like I said, um, you know, we're able to find you know good fits for for the guys and for the families because it's it's extremely important for for the players to, to feel comfortable and and you know enjoy going to their billet at home. And um, I have no no doubts with um, you know being in being in Winnipeg and, and a big city like this, there'll be uh, there'll be lots of lots of fits and and lots of. You know, good families that are you know looking to take a player in.
0: Is there a deadline to apply?
3: Uh, there's no deadline, but uh, you know we'd like to uh, you know get this get this roll in here as as soon as possible. I think you know uh, throughout the summer, um, leading you know into into June, we kind of like to have it um, have it finalized. Leading into the summer, you know the guys will will you know would like to know where they're. Where they're staying and and vice versa. I mean, the families need to plan for um, taking on a, a player into their home for for the winter, and and you know, of course, you know that takes some planning on uh, on different ends. So that's um, you know important um, for us to you know kind of get that set up here, you know, sooner than later.
0: Well, Jake, I appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for joining me, and uh, good luck as you go through the summer here.
3: Okay, thanks a lot for the interest. Appreciate it.
0: Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I dig you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast, please. Subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?